Hello and welcome to our podcast, Hashtag Divorce, with Audrey Zetoun, divorce coach based in London, and myself, Sarah-Jane Taster, French family lawyer practicing in international law in England and Hong Kong. In our podcast, Hashtag Divorce, we will be bringing you hope, positivity, as well as practical information about divorce and well-being, food for thoughts, and hopefully, support to help you move forward at each and every step of the divorce process. If you would like to know more about what we do when we're not doing this podcast, you can go to our websites, pasterfamilylaw.co.uk and audreyzcoaching.com. Back to today's topic. Today, we welcome Judy Craddock, a body confidence coach. Judy will discuss what is a body confidence coach, what is body image, how she can help people going through or after a divorce, and she will give us her daily tips on how to improve body image and dealing with mental health. So, Judy, would you like to introduce yourself and what you do? Great. Thanks very much, Audrey. So, I'm Judy Craddock. I'm a body confidence coach. And I work with body conscious women who are fed up wasting their life chasing after the perfect body. And what I do is to help them embrace the body that they're in so they can get back their time, energy and headspace to focus on the things that really matter most to them in their lives. Well, there's a lot to discuss today, uh, Judy. Um, so one of the reasons why we really wanted you to participate to our podcast is because a lot of our clients suffer from low self-esteem when going through a divorce and have difficulties dealing with the way they look and with the way they may be perceived by others. Can you start by explaining to our listeners what is body image? Yeah, sure, Sarah-Jane. So I think this is a really important question to answer because I think there are a lot of misconceptions about what body image is and what it isn't. But essentially, it's your perception of your body and then how you think, feel and behave as a result of that perception. Um, and I think it's also really important to say what having a positive body image isn't because I think this is where people tend to struggle and and get caught out. So a positive body image does not mean that you have to love or even like your body because that can just seem like another impossible ideal to try to achieve. So a positive body image can mean that you're not thinking about your body very much. It can mean that you have quite neutral thoughts about your body. And in fact, if you've got a positive body image, you're probably too busy getting on with your life to worry too much about your body. Um, you might look in the mirror some days and think, you know, I don't, don't really like what I see today, but essentially it doesn't stop you from just getting on with your day. You just look at yourself, go, okay, that's my body. And off you go and you get on with your day. But if you have a negative body image, the sorts of things that you would notice would be a loss of preoccupation with your body and a lot of negative thoughts. So my clients typically spend about 60% plus of their time, you know, thinking about and worrying about their body. Um, if you've got a negative body image, you may find it very difficult to focus on many other things in your life because you've got all these uh, negative thoughts about your body. You may well hold yourself back from doing things like going out socializing, you know, doing things like taking your children swimming, wearing a bathing suit on holiday because you're just so self-conscious 
um, about about your body while you're while you're doing those things. And it could also mean that you're doing things like uh, speaking quite harshly about your body in front of other people. And some people will even sort of pinch and poke their body. So you don't have a very friendly, compassionate relationship with it. So those are some of the things that you might notice if you're someone who's suffering with a with a poor body image. Thank you, Judy. Yes, it's a good, good take because it doesn't mean you have weight issues or anything. It's more about how you perceive yourself and your body and, and the time you spend thinking about it. So I really like that. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's true when I get dressed in the morning, I could think mm, I could lose a bit, you know, but then I get on with my life. So I yeah. feel like that's okay. <laughs> absolutely. And that's all a healthy body image is. It doesn't mean that you look in the mirror and go, wow, I look amazing today. I really love myself. If you do, that's fine too. But I think a lot of people just think that they can't have a positive body image unless they love everything about their body. And that's just impossible for most people to achieve. You can't go from, I really dislike my body to I love everything about it. It's far more realistic to go, you know, I don't really like a lot of things about my body, but actually it allows me to do lots of different things and I'm just going to get on with my life and do all the things that are really important to me. So I think that's just a really important distinction to make. The bar is a lot lower than people think in terms of having a healthy, healthy body image. Yes. And especially as the, the theme of the podcast is divorce, how, how can, you know, you help um, women going through divorce? You know, how can body image uh, coaching help? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think I think the first thing to say is that um, I can totally understand, and I've been here myself, how the thoughts of going from being in a marriage to then going to into a completely new relationship, how that could be sort of anxiety provoking in terms of thinking about essentially having to show your body to somebody completely new. So I think, um, you know, we all need to be a little bit self-compassionate with ourselves when we're going through that because it's it's totally understandable and it's completely natural and normal. And if you experience poor body image, maybe even during your marriage, that's likely to be heightened when you sort of come out of that marriage and you're starting to think about going into um, a, a new relationship. And... Also, I've found with some clients that the ex-partner can sometimes be the problem. They have created essentially or been a trigger for poor body image because they've been so critical of their partner. So if you're someone who's just come out of a marriage and your partner has been very critical about you, you know, I think it's and, and the way that your body looks, I think it's really important just to remember that someone who is critical their criticism always says more about them than it does about you. Because if you think back to when you were in the marriage, you probably would know about your partner's own insecurities. And quite often when people criticize, they're just projecting that onto you because they're trying to make themselves feel better. So I think it's important to remember that. So, you know, needing to be self-compassionate with yourself, if you're thinking about going into a new relationship, if you struggled in your relationship with your partner and he or she has been very critical, then just knowing that that really doesn't say anything about you and lots of different things about them. Um, and then I think the other thing to remember is that when you're going into a new relationship, your appearance is like the cover of who you are. It's not the full story. You know, your appearance doesn't define your worth and you are far more than a body. 
you know, relationships are not sustained in the long term purely through physical attraction. There's a lot more to it than that. And our relationships would be really shallow and very boring if that was the only thing that was happening in the relationship. So I think it's important to remember that. That's so true, Judy. I know it is. And I think it's like, we feel like, oh, well, you know, it's all about how I look, but we don't, we don't ever stop to think, well, actually there is more to a relationship in the long term than just that attraction. Cause that, that doesn't last in the same way that it perhaps was when, when you first go into a relationship. Yeah. Though intimacy could be scary when you first date again. I mean, many of my clients, they go through you know, this after divorce and they're going to be on a dating scene and history yes. could be, be daunting to, to be naked in front of someone mm-hmm. else, someone new. And, and Absolutely. Yeah. No, that, I mean, that's what that's, I can understand again why that feels really tricky for people and difficult. And, you know, I think it's important to be compassionate to yourself and accept that you're going to have some nerves around that and that is okay. But I think one of the things that you can try to focus on is when you're in that situation where you're being intimate with your partner, rather than focusing on what you think your body looks like to your partner, it's just be there in the moment, be present, you know, what are you experiencing? What are the sensations you're having? You know, notice that it's pleasurable rather than focusing on, you know, the way that your body might appear to, to your partner in that moment. You know, what does it feel like to connect with your partner I think I think that is is so important and if you still find that your head is full of all these thoughts about how your body looks just remember that just because you think something it doesn't make it true and it certainly doesn't mean that your partner is thinking those same things that you are yes that's so true (laughs) I know especially when you think oh I'm overweight or I'm this I'm that and then your partner the person loves just happy to be in bed with you you know Exactly. I mean, if got someone naked in bed with them, they're probably not thinking about how what your bottom or your thighs look like. That's the last thing on their mind. It's like, you know, they've got someone in bed with them. So it's, yeah, it's really easy to get sort of caught in all that negative thinking. But I think if you can kind of come down into your body and, you know, be in the moment and focus on the sensations, that can really, that can really help you to sort of connect with your partner and and be in that moment. Yeah, that's uh, really really interesting to 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 listen to what everything you've just said, uh, Judy. I had misconception of what body image was, and you've put that right. And I, I think a lot of people are like me, having this this wrong perception of of what body image is. So now that you've explained clearly what it is and how you know you can change things. Can you tell us a little bit more about your work and more specifically who you work with? For instance, who is Body Confidence Coaching for? Is there a type of client that come to see you or is it really just, you know, anybody comes to see you at any stage in their lives or? Yeah, no, great great question. Happy to answer that. It's really, I say body confidence coaching is really for any woman who is fed up with body consciousness ruling her life. So she has to recognize that it's taking some kind of toll on her life, whether that's, you know, in her career, in her family life, or, you know, it could be that like your clients, they are, they've been through a divorce and they're coming out through the other side and they're thinking about going into a new relationship And maybe the way they feel about their body is stopping them from getting out on the dating scene. 
you know, they're waiting until they lose weight or they feel better about their body. And, you know, that means putting your life on hold effectively. And so the work that I do is all about helping a woman to sort of stop chasing after this ideal of perfection and really embrace the body that she's in and start just getting on with her life. And that is the aim of my of my work is to just help women to get on with their life and not allow body consciousness to hold them back. So it's really for any woman who feels that body consciousness is having a negative impact on her life and she's willing to do the work to move herself forward. So it's definitely about helping people who are willing to take that step, who want to have a better relationship with their body and to stop you know, the way that they think and feel about their body sort of taking over their lives and, and stopping them from doing all the things that they want to do. And the way that I work is I, I work one-to-one. I have a, a four-month program where I basically guide women through a process where they help to kind of understand exactly what it is that is sabotaging the relationship that they have with their body. So whether that's what they believe about their body, any habits that they have. So the kind of habits that people can have is, you know, constant comparison, you know, maybe looking at social media or comparing themselves to friends or serial dieting and trying to fix their bodies in in different ways in the hope that that will help them to, you know, feel more comfortable in their bodies, which unfortunately that's not the solution to poor body image. It's It all starts in the mind. It's not about fixing the exterior. So... Yeah, it's about helping them to uh, figure out what is sabotaging their relationship with their body and then helping them create some new, more empowering ways to think about their body and giving them tools and strategies to help to boost their, their body image so that they can just go forward and get on with living their life without their time and energy just being drained away by by body concerns. I hope that answered your question. Yes, <laughs> thank you, Julie. <laughs> yeah, so you mentioned uh, they can... How do they contact you? They book a call or how do they reach out? Yeah, so I mean, there's a depending on um, what they would like to do or what works best for them. Um, I do have a free call, which is a 45 minute body confidence discovery call where what they will get is a, a better idea of the number one thing blocking their body confidence at the moment and some action steps they can take to start to clear that. And they can book that directly on my my website. So that's one way that they can get in touch with me and find out more about what it's like to work with a body confidence coach. Um, and I've also got a free guide on my website if they want to um, have a look at that. It's called Four Simple Strategies to uh, Boost Your Body Confidence Now. So it's just strategies that you can get started with straight away to help boost your body image. Um, and if someone wants like a fairly gentle introduction to working on their body image, uh, I've also written a book. It's called The Little Book of Body Confidence, 52 Ways to Feel Good in Your Body. And it's got simple, effective strategies to help them feel more comfortable and confident in their body. And that's they can get that on Amazon as well. So there's a few different ways yeah. that they can find out more about me. Yes, and we will put that in the, the show notes um, as well. Thank you, Judy. Um, so you're very passionate about body image. And can you tell us more why is it so important to you? Yeah, well, I, I suffered myself with body image issues from, from quite an early age. So I would say by the time I was about seven or eight years old, 
I was really struggling with my body image. I was, um, I was bullied at school and it all focused on my appearance. And that kind of left me feeling like I wasn't good enough. I wasn't acceptable. And there was something wrong with me. Um, and so I carried that really for many years and into my adult life. Um, and unfortunately poor body image kept me in really some unhealthy relationships. It held me back in my career. Um, and it's, either stopped me socializing or it meant I didn't have that much fun when I was socializing because I was too busy worrying about what I looked like when I was socializing. Um, and so 15 years ago, I just decided that enough was enough and I had to do something about it. And so I got some coaching, which really helped to transform the relationship that I have with myself and my body. And then I decided to train as a coach myself and to eventually go on to help other women to do the same thing. And so it's just my wish that I can help other women get to the same kind of place that I've been able to get to along my body confidence journey, which is, I'm not saying that I love my body, as I said, you know, it's not about that. It's just about coming to that neutral place and um, being really appreciative and grateful for my body, for what it can do for me rather than what it looks like. So that's really why I'm sort of so passionate about helping other women to get to this place where they can feel comfortable in, in their body and just get on with their life and do all the amazing things that they're meant to be doing instead of worrying about how their body looks. So, so basically, to summarise, you were able to improve your body confidence uh, through, a, I mean, it wasn't easy from what no. I understand, but that enables you now to help other people with the same issues to understand them better I guess yeah absolutely so it's something that I've lived through myself and I kind of found ways to navigate through that and I did use the help of a, a coach as well um, and so I've lived that experience and I've I've learned different tools and strategies that I can use with my clients to help them to get to the same place that I've I've got to now Oh, it's brilliant, Judy, and we so need this, you know, as women, oh, that is so important. Um, and especially, you know, around mental health, I mean, you know, how body image impacted your own mental health and the mental health of people you work with. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such an important um, point to make because body image is effectively part of your mental health. And I, I think what people wouldn't realise is, and I didn't realise until I started studying body image, is that, you know, I think it's around, psychologists have discovered that around a third of your self-esteem can be attributed to your body image, which I think is actually quite a lot. So it means if you have a difficult relationship with your body, it can be really difficult to like yourself as a person. And so it can have a huge impact. So definitely for me, I would feel quite low in mood if I didn't feel good about my body. I would weigh myself quite a lot. And if the scales didn't tell me what I wanted them to tell me, I'd have a really bad day. And if I felt that the scales told me something that was good, I don't label these days, I don't weigh myself anymore. Um, then I would have a better day until I would then get on the scales and they would tell me what I didn't want to see anymore. So it's definitely had a huge impact on my mental health. And I definitely had some sort of dark periods of my life where I, I was signed off work for a couple of weeks because, um, you know, I felt so bad about myself. And so, you know, it took me quite a long time. As, as Sarah Jane said, this is not easy work. It takes time and consistent effort. So 
it really did have an impact on on my life and my mental health. And certainly with my clients, it's the same thing. I see so many people, they have such low mood, they can get quite depressed because of the way that they feel about their of their body. So I don't think we can underestimate the impact that it can have on your on your overall mental health. That's so true. Yes. Especially when you have teenagers like me. I mean, I have two teenage girls and I feel like I have to be so mindful of, you know, their mood, uh, you know, is it due to body image or what is it due to? And so as a parent, it's good to be mindful as well. (laughs) Absolutely. We have to be so careful around sort of the young people in our lives as well, because they pick up, it's what they see and what they hear from us. So yeah, we have a big responsibility to make sure the next generation can kind of grow up with, with a much healthier body image. I know you You've already touched upon it, but now that you've explained in in greater depth what you do and what body image is all about, can you remind us how someone can determine whether they have a positive or a poor body confidence? Yeah, sure. So I guess the easiest way to explain it would be is if you find that most of the time you feel okay about your body, you don't spend much time thinking about it, and you don't really stop yourself from doing things like, you know, swimming or showing off your body, then you probably have a fairly healthy body image. But if on the other hand, you find that you are thinking about your body in a negative way a lot of the time, it's taking up a lot of your time and it's stopping you from doing a lot of the things that you would quite like to do, whether that's wearing certain items of clothing, doing exercise that you enjoy or going out and socialising though that could be an indicator that your your body image could could use a little bit of a boost. That's a good reminder, yes. (laughs) And actually... uh you know, for people suffering or you know, struggling with body image, what, what would be the advice that you'd give to someone struggling with their body image? Without revealing all your secrets, of course. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, exactly. Exactly. I can't tell you everything. I think the most powerful thing that I would recommend, and it's something that has helped me no end, and I say it's probably my favorite thing to get clients to do, is to build in a regular gratitude practice. And this is gratitude for their body to help them appreciate it more and help them see their body as more than an object. And this is gratitude for what their body allows them to do, not what it looks like. So a great exercise is just to list out all of the things that your body allows you to do. And you can start this list and keep adding to it and adding to it. You can have a daily practice where every day you list, you know, five things say that your body has allowed you to do in that day. So it's thinking about the fact that, you know, your heart's beating like 24 seven to keep you alive. You are able to run around after your family or you're you're able to do movement that you enjoy because your body allows you to do that and it's strong and it's healthy or it's thinking about all your senses and what those allow you to to do so you can you can see beautiful things you can smell wonderful things like great food or flowers you can hear amazing things birds singing and so it's really thinking about all the things that your body allows you to do and i think that's a great place to start to help people begin to appreciate their body more because it's so easy to take it for granted and just to look at it through the lens of society and think, well, it should look it should look this way when actually it's far more than an ornament. So that would be my like top tip to get you started is to have a regular practice where you are appreciating your body for all that it can do for you. Well, thank you for that tip. <laughs> 
I think it's 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 like we were saying while preparing for this podcast. It all seems common sense, but yes. you need to be reminded of that. And thank you, Judy, for that. Now that we've talked about all this body confidence, can you talk a bit more about what you do for your mental well-being? Yes. No, absolutely. Well, so many things. And I think it's a, I'm still a bit of work in progress as to, you know, finding things that really work for me. But gratitude is one of those, having a regular gratitude practice. And that I practice that for, you know, everything that I'm grateful for in my life. I do movement that I enjoy and that helps me feel good. So that helps to keep my, my mood at a good level and helps me to feel more more positive. Another thing that I do is journaling. So, you know, getting all my thoughts out into a notebook rather than letting them fester in my mind. And I think one that I'm still working on is boundaries. I think this is a huge one is like having boundaries, setting those boundaries and enforcing them. So knowing when to say no to people so that I take care of myself and what I need and I don't overstretch myself. And, you know, and part of that is just being true to my values and knowing what's important to me and learning to enforce boundaries around things I will and won't do. That's something as as a recovering people pleaser, I find quite still quite difficult, but that is a huge one for me. And that is still my, my biggest work in progress. And I say those are the, those are the main things that I use to help with my mental health on a, on a daily basis. Thank you, Judy, for giving us an insight on what a body confidence coach does and how you can help people struggling with their body image. If you would like to know more about Judy, you can find her on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram at HeartYourBodyUK. You can also go to her website, HeartYourBody.co.uk, to book a free discovery call or to download her free guide. Lastly, you can find Judy's book, The Little Book of Body Confidence, on Amazon. Thank you so much for listening. If you have found this podcast useful, please share, like and comment hashtag divorce and help spread the information around you if you think it may be useful to others. If you would like us to deal with one issue in particular, or if you would like to participate to our podcast, please don't hesitate to contact us. You can find us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram by searching Audrey Zetun or Sarah Jane Taster. It would be great to hear from you. See you soon for another episode of Hashtag Divorce.